from the ashes, a spark is born, and a phoenix is rising. Welcome to Beef Sticks Podcast, folks. And this week, we're coming at you with all kinds of goodies involving Royal Rumble Weekend and the festivities within. I'm Pasty White. And I'm Faticus Maximus. We're coming in with more goodies than a 40-year-old man in an all-white panel van. More goodies than Sierra in 2006. Ooh, that's a lot of goodies. <laughs> that was a good year for music. More goodies than Plenty's brethren. Nobody knows good and plenties. God damn it. Why doesn't anybody like Nobody licorice Nobody likes nowadays? black licorice. I love pink, licorice. Pink and white black licorice flavored fucking candy. It's the worst. It's I so love deceitful. licorice. It's evil. <laughs> but you know, it's... Wasn't that... That, as, was, as, that, was, uh, that was Good Mythical Morning. As I've learned from Good... candy ever, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. No? But as I've learned from Good Mythical Morning, what's great about it is it's black licorice in pill form. Right. I mean, you could just swallow it whole. No, their their worst pick was uh, was not even the worst. Oh, it was just Nico regular wafers. black licorice. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't Nico wafers. It was just regular black licorice. But they had things like circus peanuts, pats, and uh, Nico wafers, and and uh, uh, those chalky. What are those chalky little pill things? That you, like they had a lot of things pass through. Yeah, yeah. That I'm like, come on. There's at least a lot of people that love black licorice. <laughs> Oh, no, you're right. Actually, it came down to Nico Wafers and Black Licorice, and Nico Wafers got the worst because their argument was, well, at least there's an entire store in Australia dedicated only to Black Licorice. Right, so at yeah. least there's a, a diehard following, and I'm in that diehard following. But I don't like sweets, and Black Licorice is a candy that's not sweet. I like you know, when you're, when you're Yeah, oh, that tastes just like Black Licorice. I love it, too. There's a lot of people that don't. When you're somebody who doesn't like sweets, you have to find those candies that aren't sweet. You got to find the sours, you got to find the bitters, the dark chocolates, you know, the black licorice. It's it's difficult out there, man. It's... Shit, speaking of shitty holiday candy, did you hear that the candy hearts are not going to be available this Valentine's Day? Like what kind of candy hearts? One with messages on them? The chalk, the chalk candy? Yeah, the ones with messages. Good. Yeah. It's chalk. Yeah. It's literally chalk that people painted and told people it was candy. The company either filed bankruptcy and sold or sold out. They will be back next year, but this year we get a fucking much needed yeah. reprieve. It's just like Twinkies and everything else. They'll they'll go bankrupt, but somebody's gonna buy them because there's a market. Yeah, as soon as as soon as Twinkies went out, everybody was like, "Damn, I miss Twinkies." And then Twinkies <laughs> came back, and everybody was like, "Oh, damn, yep. I forgot I didn't like Twinkies." <laughs> right. Are they somehow worse? Than People they always said that too. They were like, "Oh my god, the new Twinkies are awful." It's like, no, they're the exact same fucking thing. You just didn't realize they were awful. The before. only good new Twinkies are the are the Twinkies that are covered in chocolate now. Those ones are. Oh, they got so many disgusting Twinkies nowadays. It's like Oreos. Oreos are bad. And then they have like twenty different flavors. Well, we were going on about that not that long ago too. Cookies and yeah, cream yeah you literally have an Oreo flavored <laughs> Oreo. You sons of bitches. <laughs> That is that is how you know you you're the cookie god. But I did find one Oreo that I pretty much that that I that I didn't mind that I liked, and it was the Thins. It's got about a, a two to one ratio of of cookie to cream, and it's like, oh, these aren't bad. I can have two of these. I can eat two of these. They're good. Oh, we just got like half peanut butter, half chocolate Oreos, and yeah. they're so rich I can't even eat one. I, I took one bite. And now they got like, a. Yeah, uh, these are for the kids. Now they got a my stuffed Oreo that's above Mega, where it's literally like three. I just seen that on my sister's timeline. 
B, the original beef taco. She had something on there about they're putting out the ones that have, like, three layers of cream. Like, why don't you just buy fucking cream at this point? Why don't you just buy fucking... All it is is, like, icing, like like cake icing. Just buy a thing of cake icing. There's there's a whole warehouse of 90s <laughs> kids that are just separating right? regular Oreos and stacking the cream. They pay people to do it's what like we you, did when we were kids. Bitches. Just get your shit together. This is ridiculous. With that being said, Pasty, let's talk about a, a tease that you and I know. Yeah, tease. Koala Tease of Wilmer, Minnesota, owned and operated by my good friend, Dustin St. Janengas. This is the real deal, folks. He is working hard since he bought this company. He hasn't even got a Facebook group up yet. I'm bugging him about it, though, because it's hard to plug his product if there's no place to send people to. So I'm sending people to his page, Dustin St. Janengas. But that's not his page anymore. It's now Dustin Own Bay, because he's his own bay. Um, just... Just find them and, and order some custom T-shirts. They're really good quality. You can even get them packaged in plastic wrap where they are freshly sealed until your customers purchase them from you. And he's working out a really great deal. If you buy, I think, 25 T-shirts, you get them for 5 bucks Damn, a piece. that's, and that's a with steal. the plastic wrap. That is a good-ass deal. Hit him up. Get on that. And we will continue to push him to you guys because we always support our friends and our friends like to support us. And it's a good time. It's all about keeping keeping the love and keeping it in the circle. Make sure to swing your UFO on by to the Outer Space themed music and camping festival going strong. Folks, this is at the Outback Ranch in Houston, Minnesota, July 18th through the 20th this year, the year of our alien 2019. Join the mailing list to receive transmissions directly from the mothership. You can go to www.galacticgetdownalloneword.com. Click the purple join our mailing list. Check it out. I'm pretty sure they still got early bird tickets on sale. And I mean, this is the cheapest you can get them. And I believe they're going to be up to around $125 at the gate. So you want to get them early while you can. And if you want to be a good Samaritan and not have to spend money, well, you spend money, but you get your money back. Feel free to sign up for volunteers. They got forms up on the website. Hit that shit up. Lend a hand and get a free weekend experience like none other. Man, this is going to be a good year. Speaking of good year, I mean, fuck, uh, Smoking Joe, one of the main figures behind this festival, is going to Hawaii next week Hawaii. for Flow Fest. Voted in by us, his wonderful and benevolent fans. And literally by us, Pasty White and Fat Mac. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was I was voting with five different email addresses for a good while. I just used one, but I voted daily, so he got a lot of votes on me. Really super excited for him. Check out his page, Smokin' Joe. Uh, he goes live every Thursday for the Smokin' Joe show with all kinds of local musicians and, and just friends. They have a lot of good times. Uh, he will be going live from Hawaii next Thursday. It might be in the middle of the night here, but it's going to happen. Stay tuned for that. It's going to be a good time. And, you know, I, I love this. And every year it's like, oh, my God, it's it's so far away. Oh, my God, it's so far away. It's and then all of a sudden it, it fucking comes and it hits you fast and it hits you furious, Pasty. Yes, it does. 
And speaking of Fast and Furious, uh, The Rock has a spinoff of the Fast and the Furious coming out called Hobbs and Shaw. What do you know about that? Well, it's a spinoff involving his character that came into role in Fast Five and Jason Statham's character. And just breaking news today, Mr. Leukemia himself, Roman Reigns, is making his Hollywood debut alongside The Rock, playing his brother in the movie when they're cousins in real life. Hobbs and Shaw, I super thought was going to be a sequel to Calvin and Hobbs, in which Calvin, <laughs> Calvin grows has, up and tosses Hobbs away. I, well, no, I, I thought Calvin, I thought Calvin maybe got like a bunny named Shaw who was addicted to smack <laughs> and smoked cigarettes and had a hooker problem, and Hobbs like showed him the light. Second joke. Mr. Leukemia, I want Roman Reigns to never come back to WWE, but then all of a sudden, some stranger in a mask shows up <laughs> with the same tats as Roman Reigns, but wrestles under the name Mr. Leukemia. <laughs> and uses the spear and the ooh-ah Superman punch. How funny would it be, though, is if Roman Reigns got his big Hollywood break here and got over the leukemia, but never came back to WWE? <laughs> You know, money money cures illnesses. Look at look at um good old Magic Johnson, who's the only person to never die of AIDS for fucking fifty years. The man the man was the first case of AIDS and he still hasn't died. Wasn't that a South Park episode too? That was. They inject him with money. That that was kind of where the joke came from. Thank mm-hmm. you for calling me out on stealing bits. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was trying to sound authentic. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Uh, but you know who is authentic? There are authentic TNA originals who maybe aren't quite TNA in it anymore in the impact zone, pasty. And what an impact this news made this week. No shit. As Abyss and Sanjay Dutt have left Impact Wrestling and are reportedly headed to WWE for possible creative roles. Ooh, is that like like a long john, but it has really fancy fondant on it and maybe like moving parts like you see in that Best go. Bakers? Is that, hey, is that I mean, a creative role? ideas from things, yeah, it's like the long johns from Van Wilder. Oh, no, I was not thinking of that creative role. <laughs> That I love that movie, and that's what I, I don't do gross out humor well, and I don't like that part. I'm sorry, I just don't. Uh, it's such a good movie. It's on Netflix now. I gotta. That's another one I want to watch, but you got to find the right fucking time to watch that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't have to find the right time because I got 13 year old boys here, so they've seen it all. <laughs> right, right. These these kids have watched Big Mouth all two seasons like twice over. There's nothing more I can teach them. Right, right. They they know everything. <laughs> I'm just my role as a parent is has already been given up. But go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to disrupt you. It's okay. So this news comes as a major blow to Impact, as Abyss and Dutt are some of the last few Impact originals. It's highly unlikely we'll see the 45-year-old Abyss wrestle in a WWE ring, but never say never. Thumbtacks. It would be cool to see him wrestle in WWE. What I want to see, I want to see him do a match, a hardcore match. And then he reaches under the ring and he pulls out a giant two by four covered in nails. And its name is Linda. (laughs) And for those people who maybe don't follow Impact Wrestling, TNA, Abyss or any of that, 
in, in Impact Wrestling and in DNA, Abyss has a big wooden two-by-four covered in nails, and he calls it Janice. And Janice is the name of Dixie Carter's mother, the woman who owned uh, Impact Wrestling TNA at the time. So she was basically the Linda McMahon figure. So I, I just think it would be fun. Remember when 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 they named uh, the Million Dollar Man's black sidekick Virgil because that was Dusty Rhodes' name and they wanted to dig Dusty Rhodes? And then he went to WCW and they named him Vincent which is Vincent Kennedy McMahon's name. <laughs> then he then he got let go. Then he got brought back under Vince Russo's name, and they named him Shane against Shane McMahon. <laughs> so I just think this would be like, this would just fit in perfect with that kind of bullshit that wrestling always pulls. Just call it Linda. Do it. <laughs> I'd be down. It'd be fun. And, and even if he doesn't wrestle, I have a, a strong feeling we'll see him in the House Hardy specials. Oh, he, he has Which, to make an appearance. Yeah, yeah. It would be so good. And just for them to have him, even if they never get to use him in the ring, like that's right. Him that's and good. him and, and Joe Park could both show up. He could yeah. he could go into the lake of rejuvenation. I know everybody wants to see a match with him versus Kane. It's gotta happen. But Kane's probably done now too, so And I, I would prefer a match with him and Mankind, and obviously that's not happening. Right. <laughs> never say never, the next Saudi Arabia show is coming up, I'm sure. But you know, Pacey, those two ain't the only cats that are leaving TNA. Another one who who maybe wasn't as big of a player in Impact, but made a huge name for himself and is a multi-time X-Division champion is Trevor Lee, one of the uh, hardy friends from the North Carolina circuit. Yeah, I don't know who he is. No. Well, anyways... He was signed to Impact Wrestling. Again, uh, X-Division guy, uh, really talent, super talented, super, super fun to watch. Well, after the main event of a CWF Mid-Atlantic show in North Carolina, he announced to the crowd that he is officially signed with WWE. He is currently the CWF Mid-Atlantic champion, and he has promised he will stay in the promotion as long as he is the champion. He is set to defend the title the 2nd of February at CWF Stronger. When and, he will lose the title. <laughs> you know, one thing I will say about Vince McMahon, because we have a lot of fun with him, and, and he's very petty. He's very petty about a lot of things. But everything I've ever heard about anybody who has signed with him has said that Vince will always tell you, finish up any obligated dates you have. He's always oh, yeah. wanted people... He doesn't people, want you to do that to him, that's why. That's always been the argument. He says, I don't want you to do it to me. I want you to, to fulfill your obligations. Once you're mine, I own your soul, and I'm going to prostitute you. But right. until that point, you know, pay your pimp. Good stuff. It's nice to see. And who knows? I mean, maybe there's a chance that uh, WWE links up with CWF and has a partnership because Vince needs all the friends he can get right now with the coming of All Elite Wrestling. Yes. We'll get to that more a little bit later on, though. It's also been reported that Alexa Bliss will make her in-ring return at the Royal Rumble. Will she win? I don't know. Probably not, Probably not, but I'm so excited to see her back. There were so many rumors of her maybe not even getting into right. it. Yeah. That that would be a career cut far too short. 
Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, I mean she's I just scratching Paige's the surface. Cut far too short. Right. Right. Paige's was oh. cut far too short, and hopefully we will see her again. Um, we're hoping. I think her injury is a little bit more akin to that of Edge's injury, where if anything goes wrong again, it could be permanently damaging or fatal. And I worry. I, I, I hope the best for her. I hope she can do good things in the company, but I doubt we'll see her in the ring again. Yeah, you, you never know. I mean, that's the exact same thing we all said about Daniel Bryan, too, and his were all the same. So, I mean, you no, just... No, I said he'd be back You never know. Time. And she was a I lot... And she's a lot back. younger than Daniel, but... Nonetheless... I will give you that, Pacey. You were always in the in the camp that Daniel's going to come back, but... Mm-hmm. I'm still in the camp that CM Punk's going to come back to wrestling, but... But Paige's, uh, Paige's injuries yeah. are also pretty much the same as, as Daniel's. She yeah. doesn't really have anything worse or, or anything, and she's younger than he is, so I hold out hope just for her. Not only just for us as a fan, but just for her. Mm-hmm. Just as I did with Daniel Bryan, I honestly didn't think what happened in WWE... But I honestly thought he would wrestle again. Yeah, well, he he was definitely set to go elsewhere and wrestle if they weren't going to wrestle. Let him wrestle in the company. They are so lucky they locked him down before AEW <laughs> popped up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for real. Woo, dodged a fucking bullet there. Oh, and now he is. He's he's a great heel, and I know you don't see it, but I just got- I just haven't seen it. Literally, I haven't seen it not <laughs> once. I haven't watched. Pro wrestling, or I haven't watched WWE since he's been a heel. Daniel Bryan also so just came out this it. week and said he's getting even closer to having the belt made out of a sustainable material. It'll be great. I'd love to see a hemp made WWE title. Do you do you know why that is? Because it's made because well, it's made out of leather, and he's a vegan. And... Yeah, he got so much shit. In fact, uh, the Solid Monster still plays the the clip from an interview that he had of Daniel Bryan's. When Daniel's talking about fans giving him shit and all that about being a vegan, he was like, yeah, I have I have fans come up to me all the time talking about your title belt is made of leather. You're not a real vegan. It's like, <laughs> like he has any fucking control over right. that. What are you going to turn down the championship because you're a fucking vegan? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, if John Cena could put a fucking spinner on the WWE title, I, I think Daniel Bryan has a strong chance here of getting that sustainable material title which i like i said i would like to see it i'm itching for it it would be cool well, it would, it would let's, bolster his gimmick right now for real let's put it this way pacey if he makes it out of hemp he'll be itching for it too <laughs> <laughs> folks hemp is not enjoyable to wear it's sustainable though yes it is not enjoyable i mean not to wear well, not to wear the alternative to hemp is the enjoyable product but that's just me so there's a, a, a non-enjoyable product that may be coming up, Pasty. Oh, boy. Yeah, it, apparently it's rumored that upon his return to action, the plan is to create a new stable that would involve Kalisto, Rey Mysterio, and Andrade, no longer Cien Almas. Please don't. <sighs> God damn it. Yeah, so obviously Kalisto's already in Lucha House Party, um, so is this just an extension of Lucha House Party? Is is Kalisto going to turn on the Lucha House Party? Is there like warring factions now in the uh, 205 Live group? What's what's going on? 
I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's weird. I, I hate when WWE does this. Oh, we got too many Mexicans. They got to be shoved together. Make them all come to the ring on lawnmowers. <laughs> they, they did that, folks, in case you don't know. And they called them the Mexicools. They weren't oh very cool. Oh, my gosh. I was young and impressionable, and they weren't very cool. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was very, very, very I'm like, very just get sad. to the Eddie Guerrero. Fuck. It was bad. Um, <sighs> yep. Uh, I feel bad for Andrade in this. I feel bad for Rey Mysterio. You know, he was supposed to come back and be on top of the world. Now, no. Don't stick him with Kalisto. Kalisto's not bad by any means. No, not but at all. I think all. Kalisto had a good thing going on 205 Live. And, you know, and Andrade, they just... Who else did they just call up from 205 Live? He's on SmackDown now. He's feuding with Daniel Bryan. Uh... Uh, 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 Ali, Mustafa Ali. Yes, Mustafa Ali. And, I mean, he's had a great transition. Yep. But... Andrade is such a, a, a treasure. They're just going to stick him with, with gender. They're wasting Andrade. They're wasting, yeah, Mustafa. I could see him with gender Mahal. Does gender Mahal do anything? Uh, yeah. He vaguely does? sometimes from time to time, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Didn't know that. Yup, yup, yup. Learning, learning new stuff, baby. That's what we're here for. <clears throat> Speaking of new stuff, well, new no, uh, new shit. Uh-oh. Apparently, Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar for the Royal Rumble's main event was only used to bolster ticket sales and was never actually planned to happen, and the plan was to have Balor face the Beast all along. This wouldn't be the only underhanded marketing tactic as WWE also advertised John Cena for the big event, but after the Fatal 4-Way match to determine who would face Brock Lesnar, they sidelined Cena with a worked injury. As a matter of fact, it's funny they pushed Big Match John the way they did it all, saying he was back and was going to be working with both main roster shows when filming for his next movie begins on February 4th, right after the Royal Rumble. Come on! There's still a chance of Cena being a surprise entrant in the Rumble, but expect little to nothing going forward through WrestleMania. It really is a shame what WWE will do to put asses in seats. Basically, they've been pulling out all the stops, man, for this lately. They've seen, they've seen how shitty ratings are. They've seen how shitty viewers are. They've seen how shitty um, critics are and reviews are. And they're they've really seemed to try to pull everything out. And sometimes some things they've been doing are actually working and look good to me. And then sometimes they pull this shit. This lie to the fans. Yeah. yeah. You fucking lie to your fans. I mean, I get it. You know, it's a swerve, but there's better fucking ways to swerve people than, than this shit. Bro, bro, this isn't 98, bro. We don't need to swerve them, bro. At least... Let's put John Cena on a pole and see what happens. <laughs> bro. Uh, bro. Yeah, um, this, and, and you know, this is classic. And, and I won't even just say this is classic WWE, because sometimes it's, I sound like I'm, I'm burying right. WWE. This is classic pro wrestling. They've been doing this since the territory days. 
So, I mean, and that goes back to its classic carny selling and slanging. And obviously pro wrestling goes back to the carny days. I just think it's really underhanded that, you know, they don't they don't assume Balor versus Brock would have put asses in seats. If you would have built this up for the last four weeks as Balor versus Brock, I'm you would have sold just as many tickets, if not more. People are sick of seeing Braun Strowman lose to Brock Lesnar. And if he loses to him again, I think that's it. Yeah, see, I didn't even know that, that they were building Braun versus Lesnar. But when Royal Rumble was coming up and we had to do predictions and I looked and I seen Brock versus uh, Balor, I was like, oh, Balor's going to get fucking destroyed, but I think he can get a decent match out of Brock. I kind of want to see what happens. I'm I'm excited to see just how well Brock can throw Balor around. Yeah, 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 he's tiny. Yeah. And the way he threw him on, on Raw this week, good God, it looked bad. Braun Strowman threw Balor out of the ring. Brock caught him and suplexed him over his shoulder. Balor practically landed on his head. It was brutal. Oh, shit. I'm not going to lie. That sounds cool. I might have to YouTube that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just caught it in a clip. I, I didn't watch Raw or SmackDown this week myself. I might have to YouTube that. That sounds cool. <laughs> Too much wrestling this week. If I was to watch Raw and SmackDown, I wouldn't want to watch uh, TakeOver tomorrow and, and Rumble. So Braun Sunday, threw so. him over the top rope. Brock caught him and then Brock suplexed him? Yep. That, and for a second, it was like Brock caught him, like, oh, I got you, buddy. And then whoop, right over the back. That is so cool. That's cooler than fucking Luke Perry in the 90s. <laughs> why, why are you bringing up Luke Perry? Well, because I'm watching a porn with a lookalike of him. Ah. I mean, not that. No. I mean, what I mean is because uh, his son is actually in the wrestling business. <laughs> Folks might not know this. He's an independent wrestler. His legal name's Nate Coy, but he goes by The Jungle Boy. It's the best name ever. That, that is just awesome. <laughs> but not not only is it cool that there's a wrestler named The Jungle Boy, not only is it cool he's Luke Perry's son, but he's... He should just go by Mowgli, shouldn't he? Mowgli. <laughs> they, they should call him Tarzan Mowgli. That's his, that's his full name. <laughs> Tarzan Mowgli, The Jungle Boy. Uh, this is the newest signing to All Elite Wrestling. Um, do Pacey, do, do we see maybe a uh, Luke Perry manager coming ringside? Smoking a cigar, cool. wearing a robe? <laughs> kind of down I, know, I would that. definitely say 9021, oh shit. <laughs> I see what you did there, Pasty. I see what you did there. Man... Jungle Boy looks like he's going to be the third member of the Young Bucks. <laughs> he, he looks like he belongs there. He does. He does. And, and I've got to admit, I don't really know. Then we know. just need two more and we can have the Jackson 5 and all he <laughs> I don't know anything about Jungle Boy, Nate Coy. I love that his name rhymes. That's always a big <laughs> yeah. one for me. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but I, I really don't know anything about him. But... I mean, I guess he gets people talking. Well, we're talking about him right now. Yeah. We weren't I, talking about him last week. I haven't had enough time to go online and, and watch any of his stuff. I did earlier today go online and check. And there are a W3C tournament and uh, BWCW and some other shit, but I haven't watched any of them because they're not, you know, clips. They're their full matches. I'm going to have to do that. I want to go out and get to know this guy because 
I'm super interested in everybody who's in AEW so far, which means I'm super interested in him. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. And it's somebody I haven't really seen before, so that's fresh. I I, I like that. Um, even like MJF, I, I'm familiar with him a little bit here and there. He just wrestled for um, uh, first, first wrestling, first wrestling. In, in Minneapolis. And I watched his promo there, and that, I think I think that was my first um, time seeing him at all. Maxwell Jacob Friedman! And then to see him signing with All Elite, it's just fantastic. And I don't know if you've seen the newest um, Being the Elite. Change the Universe. Or the one after Change the Universe. Uh, maybe it was. I don't know. But either way, he's he's uh, talking with Cody Rhodes and, and uh, Hangman I, Page. And he's being all cool. He's, like, being super nice and friendly. Huh? Cody Rhodes walks away and he starts talking all kinds of shit to Hangman Page. <laughs> Cody comes back and he flips over and he's being good again. Like that was entertaining. He's, he's a great heel and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can accomplish in all elite where wrestlers will write for themselves, which is kind of dangerous, but I like the idea of it. Yeah. It, it could change the universe. Yeah. Speaking of that, the dust of all elite wrestling. Oh, wait, nope. I'm skipping around. That's all right. Because the dust settled, and what we've seen was that All Elite Wrestling filed for a new ground-shaking trademark, pasty. Yes, they did, Fat Mac. They filed for the term Change the Universe on the 17th of January. Holy shit. The application covers a range of uses, including live streaming, merchandise, entertainment events, and sports and entertainment newsletters. This is... This is a gun pointed right at the face of WWE here. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they're playing off the WWE Universe name. Um, either either their latest or or the one before their latest episode of Being the Elite is titled Change the Universe. I have to admit, I don't watch that frequently, so I'm not sure if they mentioned anything about it. But... Uh, it's great. It's great that they are filing these trademarks and they're locking down what they own. This is something that impact wrestling for everything they did right and or wrong. They oftentimes just went on a handshake or went on hoping and they didn't lock things down legally. They're really, if you hear any backstage stories from people who worked in the offices or even wrestlers, they were bad with legalities. Nobody knew how to cover their asses legally. All Elite seems to be doing the correct thing and actually covering their asses legally. Yeah, it's 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 really cool, and I, I like the term "change the universe" because to me, like in my mind, I get to thinking like, even if All Elite doesn't become the biggest promotion in history, if they just manage to do things that make WWE opera, operate a little bit differently for the people who are contracted to them. That if that's their mission statement and they achieve that, that is fantastic, you know. Oh, for sure. I mean, a hundred percent. And uh, for the record, Pacey, the most impactful wrestling promotion in history is MTV's X Society. So, I mean, it's already done. They're not going to top that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I'm not familiar with that either. Come on. MC Dub, Midget Championship Wrestling. I'm familiar with that. There you go. 
started by Hulk Hogan. <laughs> but he couldn't do that now. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, now it would be called um, height intolerant wrestling. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just. I'm going to move on without a segue to the men gravity remembered too much (laughs) to the fact that double or nothing pasty is hitting a fever pitch with all the AEW shit going around and moments after the behind the scenes video was unveiled AEW revealed that a ticket announcement party for double or nothing was going to occur that's right all elite wrestling's chief brandy officer brandy rose Get even, the t-shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com. They're having a sale right now. She even teased that there may be some debuting new female talent at the event. This is going to be a ticket sale party, and the talent-laden pool party will commence February 7th at the MGM Grand Hotel with an accompanying live stream at 9 p.m. Eastern. For folks over in California, that'd be 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. For folks where Pacey and I live, that'll be 8 Central Time. Ooh. So another Ooh, party. Uh, I hope they have a cannonball contest. Another live stream they're doing. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully they've learned from their last one. Their last one was super entertaining and, and dropped a lot of knowledge. But obviously, uh, critics tore it apart because it really looked, um, to be polite, super fucking low budget and and not well put together. And hopefully, it doesn't this help one, that they had issues with their live stream in the beginning of the the conference either. Yeah, they had issues with the live stream. They had poor lighting. They were off on their timing. Um, poor Conrad Thompson had to fucking babble on for about six minutes longer while Jericho got ready for his entrance. Nobody mic'd the crowd, so it sounded like nobody gave a shit, it's even the though from all they accounts. Made it, all in too. it was, nobody it was. Mic'd the crowd. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they're not, they're learning, they're growing, but some things they should have already picked up on. Now the pyro, they, they, they put off more pyro. You and I were talking about this, basically. Yeah. <laughs> they put off more pyro than WWE does in a year just for Chris Jericho, and they did that in the parking lot of a WWE event. Yep, just because Vince was in the building. I love that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hopefully this one that they're going to be live streaming, I mean, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be Academy Award winning quality, but let's make it look pretty. Yeah. Uh, and if you're not going to make it look pretty, go the complete opposite way as the NWO did and make it look gritty. Don't try to make it look high-end, but then come off as poor quality. You know what I mean? Mm. They, they really had a high-end presentation at the last event, but the quality was severely lacking. And, yeah. Uh, well, that's another thing, too. I think, I think um, if they're pushing this and they're going big, especially like being the elite needs to have better quality, too. They should have mics on while they're recording because it's so quiet. I have to have my volume all the way up and I still don't hear what everybody's saying. I'm not going to lie. I watch being the elite every now and then, but I, I love all of those people's matches in the ring. They're, they're not story writers, they're not producers, they're not directors. It's not entertaining for me to watch. I watch a lot of YouTube shows. Being the elite just doesn't do it for me. They just don't... I don't know. They don't draw me in. 
I like it because it's like it's like a shoot look into their lives, but then they also kind of sketch it out too at the same time. It'd be fun so if like it a w- combination of both. It needs to be honed a little bit more. Yeah. I, I will agree with you there. Yeah, it's either a shoot or it's a sketch comedy act. Uh, they try to do them both, and for me personally, maybe not everybody, for me personally, it doesn't work out either way as a shoot or a sketch comedy. Um, some of the stuff they did with uh, um, Joey Ryan, I actually did really. Mm. I, I liked Joey Ryan and Hangman Page's stuff. I really liked that. Um, when, God, I'm waiting for Cody, that announcement. I want Joey <laughs> Ryan locked down with AEW. I know it. And when Cody and Kenny were beefing, I liked some of that stuff. But they just don't. They don't seem to have. And some of the stuff where it's just, when it was uh, in the earlier days when it was just the Bucks traveling and just them talking into their phones. Mm. was really fun. It was insightful. It's like, hey, this is cool. This is cool. Um, I don't know. They, they they get a ton of views, so they're doing something right. And obviously, I must not be their audience, which is fine, because they'll get me watching them at every event they wrestle. They're not losing right. me because I don't like their YouTube show. That That's not happening. Yeah. Um... But a streaming show I might watch, Pasty, is a new tournament that's set to grace the WWE Network. Yes, indeed. When's that coming up? That is coming up next weekend. Holy shit. stars from NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live. It's being called Worlds Collide. The tournament's opening rounds will begin at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 9, 9 a.m. Pacific. And that's one... And that's uh, 11 p.m. for Central Standard Time, where Pasty and I are. Yes. And we'll stream on WWE.com, the WWE app. That still exists? I guess so. YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Later that night, the WWE Network will present the full tournament, including the finals. Superstars included are from NXT, Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Dominic Jakovic, Keith Lee, and Shane Thorne. From NXT UK, we've got Mark Andrews, Tyler Tyler Bate, Tyler Bate, Tyler <laughs> Tyler Bate, Travis Banks, Jordan Devlin, and Zach Shoes Off Gibson. Woo-hoo. From 205 Live, we have Cedric Alexander, Tony Nice, Drew Gulak, hashtag IHOPTJP, and Humberto Carrillo. I don't know who that is. That is Humberto Carrillo. It's a good name. I can't wait for them to just shorten it to Humberto. <laughs> right? He's gonna he's gonna be coming out in fucking six months as Homer. <laughs> right. Homer and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Yeah. And we will have so much more information as well as our predictions for this tournament next week. Ooh, now the ooh. funny thing about this is where they're recording. The tournament starts at 8 a.m., which has got to be rough for the people performing, especially since this whole tournament is done in one day. You know, I thought they had just fixed that with uh, with uh, the last May Young Classic. Pacey, you know how long I've been working at my job by the time 8 a.m. fucking <laughs> rolls around? These motherfuckers can suck it up for a fucking five-minute <laughs> match. Yeah, you work I'm a lot sorry. harder than they do. Yeah. I do. I work a lot harder than five fucking minutes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I actually do. These motherfuckers wouldn't know how to fucking handle 
a nine hour job if they were fucking throwing into it. But if it airs 12 p.m. Eastern, so this has got to be taking place in the UK. I would assume so. For them so, to be yes. getting. So, like, and uh, I mean. The, no. What time did you say? 8 p.m. or 8 a.m. there? 8 a.m. Where they're, where they're shooting. It, it, and I just had a time, a time goes, time goes down the to UK. time goes They're down to the hours, east. Six hours behind us. Our time goes down to the fucking uh, west, though, look. Because nine a.m. Pacific. You're you're right. You're right. So they would be on. They would be in Asia. <laughs> time goes down to the west. <sighs> it goes up to the east. I don't know. Maybe the news report I read earlier today. Fuck, is I don't bullshit. know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, now you got me. guys from America <laughs> and guys from the UK. And, and guys to Mexico. <laughs> yep, and put them in fucking North Korea and see what the fuck happens. It's a new reality show. in cages, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, folks, we'll let you know more when we figure this shit out. You know, fucked up the time frame on all of this. I like the concept for this tournament, though. That's it's pretty fucking cool. I mean, these three talents, the the three promotions, intertwine with each other fairly often, anyway. Yeah, but to put them all on that level, I, I think it's cool. And I know Triple H was really wanting to do away with the term WWE main roster because it makes his shows seem like a lot less than what they should be, especially for the content quality that gets put out through them. Right. <laughs> yeah, and this is and this is just a another good way for WWE to showcase the amazing talent they have in these shows. Yes, that especially people aren't watching. Green. People aren't watching you. NXT. They're not watching NXT UK. They're not watching Two Hundred Five Live. The numbers show that this is a good fucking commercial for those platforms to maybe get people to start watching those programs. That's the truth. Because That's they should the be. The, the fact that, that Raw gets as many viewers as it gets, even with its dwindling numbers, it super fucking outshines and eclipses NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live combined. When, Which is sad. Yeah, because the actual entertainment value you're getting out of it is minuscule. Yeah, NXT UK is worth it just for the crowd alone. Um, I haven't watched a single NXT UK yet, but I, I believe you because I know the, the UK crowd, so I, I believe it. I love it. They need to just import that crowd for every pay-per-view or just have every pay-per-view over there. Right. It'd be so much more fun to watch. Give them a WrestleMania, damn it. They deserve we it. Need, they need a hiatus from the United States. The, the wrestlers need a hiatus from the United States. Go to the United Kingdom. Go to Japan, go to Germany, stay the fuck away from Saudi Arabia, go to Australia. <laughs> Please, except for that's exactly the opposite of what they're going to do. <laughs> well, just take a, take a hiatus from That's where from they're going to the do the tournament. States. The tournament's coming at you live from Saudi Arabia. Oh, it all makes sense now. <laughs> There's no women involved, right? That is true. <laughs> but talking about hiatuses and talking about WWE women, Pasty... There have been reports floating around recently of Ronda Rousey reportedly being done with WWE after WrestleMania. Oh, <gasps> God, this shit. Say All fucking so... week with this shit. Well, it's now assumed that... God forbid she... Meltzer gives a guess. <laughs> she isn't uh. leaving, but she may be taking a planned hiatus. According to reports from bro both Pro Wrestling Sheets and TMZ, talks of Ronda Rousey's WWE departure were exaggerated, believe it or not because that rarely happens in the dirt sheets. 
but she may actually be taking an extended break following WrestleMania to start a family. A WWE spokesperson issued a public statement on the matter. It's quoting, Ronda Rousey is under contract with WWE until April 10th, 2021. Whether she wants to start a family is her own private matter. Confirming that Rousey is still under contract for two more years and they're not letting her out of her contract for nothing. There's, right. That's no, not definitely happening. not. Definitely not. She's she's a cash boat, even if even if she's not selling tickets the way they had hoped. Yeah, even if you just fucking sell her T-shirts and she never yeah. appears on television, she's making money for you. Mm-hmm. And if she starts a family and, and is away from the ring, her contract just gets extended for that time that she spends away from the company. Ask Rey Mysterio. Right. <laughs> Uh, Ronda Rousey also came out today saying it's my vagina and it's none of your business. So that's fun. That is true. Of course, her gynecologist has <laughs> rights to both her right, vagina right. and his business because her <laughs> vagina is his business and his business is her vagina. But that's... there'll be reports from him next week, folks. Yes. Her, her vagina is ripe and ready for babies. <laughs> We'll be following this very, very closely. Yes, we will. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Clam Open Glover. You know, she was just on, um, got cold as balls with Kevin Hart on his, his YouTube channel, yep. LOL Network. I watched it. It was pretty good. She handled the ice like a fucking champ. Oh, and before we move on to our uh, predictions, let me just note a little bit of uh, a little older news, but something that should be brought up. Ronda Rousey was officially named the voice of the new Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat 11. Yes, we did touch so, on this a little bit her. last week, I think. We didn't really get to the I can't last remember. Week. I know uh, you and I. The ceremony went, went pretty long. Yeah, I know you and I talked about it off air, and I could not remember if we dropped it on air or not. Because it went long. <laughs> so. That's what happens when we take a month and a half break. God. But to try to keep us on track today, Pasty, let's get into uh, NXT TakeOver Phoenix. Wait, there's a hurricane coming through. All right. Mr. Hurricane Helms. Well, Pro Wrestling Mag tweeted, the United States government shut down hurting New Japan Pro Wrestling in a big way because New Japan stars are having troubles getting their visas to come over here and work for New Japan's big Madison Square Garden show coming up. And the shutdown, according to Hurricane Helms, was caused by a WWE Hall of Famer. It all makes sense. I've been thinking this for since I heard that New Japan was having troubles. Like, holy shit, it's an inside job. Linda's behind it. Vince is behind it. This government shutdown ain't for a wall. No, it's for Madison Square Garden. <laughs> we all know how butthurt they were about that when it first fucking went down. Right. They they shut it down and it came back. Yep. <clears throat> so we'll shut down the government. Bastards. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, from, stuff. from WWE taking over the government to WWE taking over Phoenix, Arizona. Areola. Um, we got a really good, uh, possibly very good takeover in in the works here, Pasty. God, let's hope this opening match is better than last time. We got, I know, we got Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. Two amazing athletes who, um, 
could both could both use to uh, have a good match in NXT because they're not really batting a thousand yet. Well, especially KO. Yeah. Speaking of KO, did you see that picture of Kevin Owens from this week? No. I know we're trying not to sidetrack. He, in his time off, has lost a fuck ton of weight. And he also has a nice new arm sleeve tattoo. Yeah. Uh, he has lost a lot. I put it on uh, B-Sticks Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash B-Sticks podcast. Go check it out, folks. Hmm. I'll see if I like it or not. I'll like him as long as his wrestling's the same. But It looks good. His I like his image. Weird. I almost have to wonder if he came down with leukemia. Too. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I like him being but a it bigger looks good guy. Good for him. He'll probably get the push he deserves being a, a more in shape fellow. Yeah. Maybe Samoa Joe will take some time off and do the same thing. I, I don't not. want that, though. We, yeah, we I should, like Samoa It shouldn't Joe. have to be that way. Remember back in the fucking Put 30s? Put that cookie in my mouth. Remember the 30s, 40s, and 50s when all the champions were fucking huge dudes that would actually win a fight? Yeah. And yep. now all the champions are muscular dudes who don't know how to fight. It's like, come on. Let's bring back the big dudes can fucking win a fight. Muscular dudes can pose. I've never seen a fucking big ripped dude win a fight in my life. But I've seen big fucking bulky dudes win fights. I've seen little tiny dudes win fights. I don't know. That's just me. But back to the match at hand. NXT North American Championship. Wait, Champ- we didn't make our predictions. Holy shit, I thought we just did. No, we didn't. We started talking about Kevin Owens. Oh. Well, <laughs> My I, favorite KO. Neither one of us think that Ono's winning this because no, nobody has not. faith in Ono. Including no. us. I, I I love him, but I don't think NXT I don't think WWE is the vehicle for him. Nope. Definitely not. Not unless he, he goes away and comes back jacked. So we're both going for Matt Riddle? Yes, sir. The king of bros. NXT North American Championship. Narcotics uh, Anonymous. Yes. We got the current champion, Ricochet, defending his belt against Johnny Gargano. Pasty, where are you at with this one? Oh, God. I, I think Gargano wins it because he's going to stay in NXT. Yeah, I, I was going back and forth, and it's like, man, I, I think I think Gargano's going to win season, it, baby. It's I think call up season. I think Gargano's going to win it, but for a, a a similar but slightly different reason. I just think Ricochet's had it long enough. He's had it for quite a while now. Yeah, and Gargano could use the rub, and. <laughs> Similar to what you're saying, I can see Ricochet getting called up before Johnny Gargano, even oh, though, yeah. even though Johnny Gargano is a way better performer, wrestler, in-ring talent than Ricochet. I love Ricochet. Ooh. No, no, no that shade. Is a bold no, my no friend. shade on Ricochet at all. But Johnny Gargano is probably the best pro wrestler in WWE at this moment. Prove me wrong, Daniel Bryan. Prove me wrong. Uh, next up, NXT Tag Team Championships. Pasty. We got my guys, the Undisputed Era, represented by allegedly O'Reilly and Strong. We'll see. Defending their titles against War Machine. War, War Raiders. Oh yeah, Handsome War Raiders. The Handsome Row. Yes. Handsome fish eggs. When you line people up 
and, and when you line people up in sequences and pasty and iron the same fucking horizontal pattern, that's called the handsome row. There we go. That's going to be the name of our podcasting booth at Galactic Get Down this year. <laughs> the handsome row. Come on down to handsome row. <laughs> I like that. Who you got on this one? Uh, uh, th- you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick with my guns as long as Undisputed Era is champs for whatever titles, singles, tag, whatever, and I'm gonna pick them. So even though there's a good chance that they could lose it because they've had it forever, I'm gonna go with Undisputed Era. I'm not I'm not turning away from my boys. I've been so invested in this group. This is probably the most invested I've been into anything in NXT. Uh for a long time, at least at least since Shinsuke Nakamura, which turned out to be horrible, but yeah, uh, I love Undisputed Era. I want them to retain the titles, but one thing stands out to me, and that's Sarah Logan and 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 Roe. We're just married in a Viking wedding, and I think WWE could give them a little bit of a wedding present in this sense by giving the titles to War Machine. And I just think maybe it's time for a bit of a change. I mean, they're big dudes. They're they're exactly what we were just talking about, the big dudes that, that back in the day would have been over the top. No shit. And they're far better than heavy machinery. The big dudes that actually work in NXT, such as your Kevin Owens and your Samoa Joes. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, Including your Authors of Pain. Next, we have the NXT Women's Championship match. Shayna Baszler defends her title against Bianca the Hair. I mean, sorry, Bianca Belair. And her, and you know what? Not only is she super talented, just without any gimmicks, but when you bring that hair into the equation and the fact yeah. that her hair is a legal weapon because she's allowed to bring it into the ring and use it. It's, uh, she's, she's one of my most intriguing women in NXT. Actually, at this point, uh, Io Shirai and her are probably my top two women in NXT. And I'm surprised Io Shirai is not on this. Uh, takeover to be honest I don't know if she's injured again I haven't really been following so I don't know if she's injured or entrant she she probably she should be for sure yeah just to go in there do a fucking uh uh, elbow drop and and leave you know right yeah that's all she needs to do but no uh I think you and I are both we're we're going Bianca Belair right the hair wins it I hope she chokes the shit out of Shayna with it it's going to be will. it's going to be a fucking I actually I predict that Shayna is going to put Bianca in a hold using Bianca's own hair. That would be cool too. I, I definitely could see that coming because if I was writing this match, if I was scripting it, if I was laying it out, if I was producing it, whatever you want to call it, I definitely would put that into the equation. And finally, but not leastly, Leastly, is that a word, Pasty? No, I don't think so. It is now. NXT Championship match. Tomato Champagne versus All-Star Black. It's going to be a good one. Uh, We haven't had this match yet. Not as far as I know of. I haven't, again, 
I haven't really watched uh, WWE or even wrestling for the past few months. Yeah, but but I'm just talking takeovers. Cause that's no, we have not had this at a takeover at all. That's good. This is going to be a hell of a fight. I'm really happy for this to be the main event. Um, for the same reason, I see Johnny Gargano taking the North American Championship. I see Tommaso Ciampa retaining his championship. We're getting closer and closer and closer to DIY coming back as a heel tag team. And for them to both hold their own championships at the same time would make a big statement. That actually would be awesome, Pasty. I, I like that storytelling a lot, to be honest. And, and Gargano is on, I mean, he's on that line. Yep. He, he's definitely ready to go there. Uh, but just taking that out of the equation, which I probably shouldn't, but I'm going into this non-storyline-wise. Um, Tommaso Ciampa, I mean, he could hold that title for another three takeovers, or he could lose it now. Either way, is it going to hurt uh, Ciampa? Right. Uh, on the other side, Aleister Black gets lose, called up. Yeah, yeah. Aleister Black losing this this match isn't going to hurt Aleister Black any either. Because he'll get called up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost like who do you think is going to get called up first? And my that was what brought me to this decision is I think Aleister Black is getting called up and Tommaso staying in NXT. And to be honest, I think if I just had to choose. Out of the two, I think Aleister Black is going to do better on the main roster than Tommaso Ciampa, but yeah. it's hard to tell. So many people fail on the main roster, I think can't fail, and some people succeed that I didn't think would, and it's just like, I don't know how the fuck to gauge that anymore. It's rough. Listen to your heart. My heart tells me Aleister So we don't got a lot of differences, but at least there's... I'm really surprised that Velveteen Dream's not on this card. This is the first takeover in a long time he hasn't been showcased. Oh, you know what, Pasty? Starting, um... This is the new year, right? Is this 2019? It is indeed. Holy shit. Starting 2019, we also have to have a tiebreaker on all of our matches. That is right. Actually, if we have time tonight, and I think we can make time, we can go over our 2018 pay-per-view results also, but um, we'll sneak those in at the end. It it was surprising to me, to be honest, but all right. Um, So, NXT TakeOver. What kind of... Over under time on Matt Riddle, Cassius Ono? Oh, wow. Okay, I'll, we'll go, uh, oh, man. Over under time, Matt Riddle I say they still go less than five minutes. Oh, okay, I'll take that. All right. Okay, really? Yeah. Okay, it's just a tiebreaker. So, for, just to make everything clear to our listeners and to us here, the tiebreaker only counts if we have a tie. So, this is not an extra point. It's just if the two of us tie, then we get a point just to break the tie. Right, Pasty? Yes. There can only be one winner. Yes. We're not playing this tie shit anymore. We had enough of that last year. 
So we got Riddle. Oh no! Less than five minutes is pasty. More than five minutes is Mac. And of course, you couldn't have an NXT takeover without a WWE pay-per-view the following night. Sunday night is the Royal Rumble. I would have loved to tell you what number Royal Rumble it is, but I don't fucking know. Because Vince McMahon does not like numbers. <laughs> no, but we're going to hear the tale of all the records. Damn uh, right. Mm. So we're starting off in the kickoff show with the Cruiserweight title championship fatal four-way match with the champion Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa versus Kalisto versus Hideo Itami. Itami. Who you got for that, Fat Mac? You know what? Even though I'm pretty sure storyline-wise this probably doesn't make sense and I'm not even following storyline, but I know what they've done with him since then. <laughs> God damn it, if... Hideo Itami isn't fucking due for a goddamn push, and I'm just, I'm gonna bank on Hideo Itami. The man deserves it. Oh, should we say also, Pasty? I, I didn't mention this, but we talked about this before last year. Um, our kickoff, our kickoff uh, predictions don't count towards our totals because it doesn't w- count for WWE that. doesn't count kickoffs anyways. Yes. So this is just for us to, for fun and to see what we get. But when we actually do our official tallies, the kickoffs won't count. That's correct? Correct. All right. But I, I still, I want to go with Hideo Itami. The motherfucker deserves it. <sighs> this is a tough one. I don't really follow 205 Live probably as much as I should, and I know the product is picking up and it's getting a lot better. I'm, but they lost Mustafa Ali, and he's doing really good on the main roster, so it, it makes me feel bad that he's on the main roster and not doing really good for 205 Live. But, um, I'm picking Tozawa. I think it's funny. I think you're orgasming there for a second. You got peanut butter on your balls because I think Bree's around you. You got two dogs and a cat. Sometimes you got to have that sandpaper tongue. Sometimes. That's just the cat. What do you do with the dogs? Butthole. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's ironic that you and I both picked probably, again, I haven't been following the product, but probably the the two underdogs. underdogs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Buddy Murphy as champ has really been owning it. Kalisto obviously as mainstream. Buddy Murphy keeps it, but. I don't think that, I guess I'm not watching, so I shouldn't predict, but I don't think they know what they're doing with 205 Live, but I think they're doing better now than they were doing a year ago. I mean, it is kickoff match where the rules are made up and the points don't matter. All right, there we go, Drew Carey. Let's move on to the next Drew Carey. Whose line is it anyways? Of course they would do this. Put the United States title on the kickoff show just because fucking Rusev has it. Rusev, when did he get Uh, it? He got it on Christmas Day. There's people I didn't know were champs. Rusev I didn't know was champ. Asuka's the woman's champ. When the fuck did that happen? 
Oh, that happened in a triple Nobody threat. Nobody knew this shit. That was, that was a triple threat in the last pay-per-view. <laughs> Nobody knew this shit. You didn't watch the last pay-per-view. I didn't watch the last pay-per-view. I see it. I was writing the shit down, and I was like, Oscar's the, the champ? That was the main event. I didn't watch it. Yep, yep. Oscar pulled it out. That Rusev was the main event. They, 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 Christmas they didn't give the women. They didn't give the women the main event, huh? No, they did. Oscar, that's what I just said. You said no. No, I, I I was just talking about Rusev being oh, Christmas. Yeah, no, day. no, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I didn't know they gave the women the main event. That's awesome. Yep. Oh, uh, good for them. Nope, didn't know any you of that. Deserve it. Um, U.S. U.S. title, Pacey. Who do you got? Uh Rusev. Rusev, you just got it. It's still on the fucking kickoff show, so it doesn't matter anyway. Let him keep it. Yeah, I didn't know what's going on. These are two foreigners. WWE doesn't give a shit about either of them. I'm picking Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, but but I'm picking Shinsuke Nakamura because I'm pretty sure Vince is just sitting back there with a fucking coin, flipping it to see who the fuck wins. Kick him in the balls. Yeah. Uh, SDLTTs or SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Yes. Oh, the Bar Champions versus The Miz and Shane McMahon, the greatest tag team in the world, who haven't had a match yet. They, they haven't wrestled together yet? No, they haven't. This is their first match. Wow, that might have affected my pick, but I'm going to stick with it anyways. <laughs> oh, my thoughts here. I'm going The Bar, keep them. The Bar have kept them through the odds through the last, what, seven pay-per-views probably? Uh, and Miz and Shane, that's going to be a WrestleMania match. And so for that to fall apart right away, you know, they lose, Miz walks out on Shane. I feel like that could be a good build-up to their WrestleMania match. I'm going with the bar. I'm picking a team that I think has the possibility of having the best tag team name in all of wrestling history, and I'm picking Miz and Mac. Except they're going by the greatest tag team in the world. But I'm calling them Miz and Mac. Because that is honestly way better than the greatest tag team. <laughs> Number one, there is a world's greatest tag team already that already exists. So um, Benjamin and Haas, Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. <laughs> and by the way, those two are way better than the Miz or Shane. Well, to be honest, I'm pretty sure Miz and Shane McMahon are called the greatest, what, what, um, the best tag team in the world because the best in the world tournament was where. So is that any Shane, different than the world's greatest tag team? It's slightly different. The wording is slightly different. But does it sound better than Miz and Mac? No. I like Mac and Miz because it's more like Mac and Cheese. Mac and Miz? I, I like Miz and Mac. I think it's, you can say Miz and Mac in one. Miz and Mac. Mac and Mac. Mac and Miz is like three. It's Mac and Miz. <laughs> but Miz and Mac is Miz and Mac. Like I, I can see it sliding it, The only down perfect there. pairing is Mac and Pasty, so. That is true. Uh, oh, anyways, I'm picking them too anyways. Fuck it. Go for it. Have a heyday. Have some fun. I mean, when you bet on the fucking owner's son, you, you usually got <laughs> right, it. Yeah. At very minimum, a 60% <laughs> chance of fucking taking it home. Uh, this will be a fun match regardless of what happens. It should be. First of all, the bar is super entertaining and super talented. And let's not take anything away from Miz and Shane, both being super entertaining and super talented. On paper, this looks stupid, and I'll be the first to say that. Did you? I know you haven't been watching, but did you end up seeing the bar wrapping Ice Ice Baby? 
No, but was that during the wrap off with the New Day and the Usos? Yes. That was wasn't that like fucking way back in the beginning was, of that December. Was a couple, that was a couple of months. Yeah, that was a little while ago. If yeah, you haven't I, seen it, go back and watch it. It's, I haven't it's amusing. seen it. I've just I've seen people post <laughs> about it online. Yeah, definitely, definitely worth checking out. I mean, it's shitty, but it's shitty in the best ways possible. <laughs> And it I'm wasn't like, a three-way either. It was just the bar versus the Usos in a rap battle with the uh, New Day as judges. Oh, well, you know, if I was the New Day, I would have done Under Pressure, and I would have fucking <laughs> really, really, really owned them. But the best part is, like, they start out, like, there's no music playing, but they start out with bum, 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 bada, bum, bum. <laughs> do they do the, do they do the yeah, I, I think Cesaro did this. They fucking better do the tss, or I'm Otherwise fucking. It's not vanilla ice. Yeah. Or it's not vanilla ice. Uh, SDLWT. SmackDown Women's Title. The woman I did not know was champ, but definitely I'm super happy is. The woman Fat Mac forgot. I, I haven't forgotten her. I just didn't know she was champ. Asuka, my girl. Taking on Bes- uh, Beska. Beska! Asuka versus Beska. No, taking on... Uh, my uh, my girl, Asuka, taking on Becky, my, my man. My man. Yeah. <laughs> you, you knew where I was going with this. I it took you. It took me a while to get there. <laughs> but fucking, you knew where I was going. Uh, yeah. This one, I think, is going to be awesome. I'm, I'm super excited for it. This could easily be the sleeper match. This could take it all away. Uh, two of the best talents on the main roster. Notice I didn't say women talents. Two of the best no. talents on the yes. main roster. I I gotta go with Asuka. I mean, she's the Empress of Tomorrow, and I want right to see her with today. You. I love Becky Lynch, but the SmackDown Women's Title is not for her. Becky's got big things coming that doesn't involve the SmackDown Women's title. No, it involves the Raw Women's title. Uh, it does. The Raw Women's title. The Raw. The Raw. Raw. Raw is war. Raw is war. Wake the walls down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, that was stupid. That was really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Raw women's title. I'm trying to keep this moving. Raw women's title. Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks. I, how does Ronda lose? Uh, if Sasha fucks up and hurts her. <laughs> I guess maybe. I mean, Sasha, <laughs> Sasha has been doesn't buried. have a very good track record this lately. Uh. Yeah, this one... This will be a match. Two, two of the best, again, two of the best Three talents. Three women you staff. never want to be putting a match with. Brie Bella, Nia Jax, and Sasha Banks. Who is Sasha, who is Sasha hurt lately? Paige? Well, no. Yeah. And it was intentional. Who else has she hurt? I mean, that obviously that was just an accident. So who has she actually hurt? Well, she was involved with that fucking horrible Hurricane Rana spot with Nia Jax a couple weeks ago. And that is 50-50 on both women. It was bad on both parts. I, I I honestly haven't seen that, so I don't know about it. So, But I think these are two great talents, but I just don't think Sasha has a snowball's chance in hell. No, not against Ronda Rousey. The only uh, person Sasha should be fighting is Bailey. And they're not going to do that. 
for no reason. Moving on. Um, the Women's Royal Rumble, Pasty. Yeah. A whole bunch of women. We have no idea who's even going to be there. No, but there's still only a, a finite number of women that it can be. And I mm-hmm. and any surprises aren't going to win it. Yeah. And I'm going to cop you just because it's really the only answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> so should we say it at the same time? Three, two, one. Charlotte. Charlotte. Yep. It's pretty much the only one. Especially uh, especially with, you know, Becky Lynch having her match two matches before. I don't see her popping up in the women's Royal Rumble match. Notice how I say I don't see her popping up in the women's Royal Rumble match. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I noted the uh, women's. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sad it's a Royal Rumble. We have the same fucking pick. Well... To be fair, most Royal Rumbles, there's only one to three people that you think would actually win it. So it's not that crazy. Uh, Next, we have the Men's Royal Rumble. I honestly don't even know who I'm going to pick, so go ahead and do your thing, and I'm going to kind of... I, I want to pick your. I want to pick this. your pick, and I just don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do that. When I sat down to do this, I was torn between Braun Strowman and and Drew. But I think I'm going with Strowman because he was supposed to face Lesnar. They pulled it off. I know who I'm going to pick. I know there's rampant rumors saying Becky Lynch will lose her match versus Asuka and show up in the Men's Royal Rumble and win it. But that would fuck some things up. I want to see her show up. I don't want to see her win it. Yeah, she could show up. I don't think she's going to win it. Braun's a safe bet, and I I would definitely go there. But since you did, we already both picked the same women's. No, I'm I'm going to go with Bobby Lashley. I know he's uh, IC champion, so he can bend over and spread cheeks some more. Fuck it, I'm so sick of that. But he he's at least a believable. He's somebody that you could that you could actually market at a WrestleMania match around Brock Lesnar. There's very few people you can market a a, a a WrestleMania match around Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar versus Black Lesnar would be gold. It would be. It would sell tickets and it would sell pay per views. I would like to see Lashley take Lesnar to Suplex City. I would love that too. That would <laughs> That'd feel be so, so good. awesome. And then all the internet trolls can get their 100% black WWE champion. There you go. It would be <laughs> the first time ever, honestly. <sighs> all I like right. your pick. It's pretty unique. Yeah. And it, I mean, at least it has somewhat realism. Storyline wise, not so much. But money-wise, it makes sense. Another thing, I, I got to derail us here for a second, but just for a second. Just a second. Uh, came up in a group yesterday. Uh, yesterday. We were just uh, somebody posted about how, how uh, Jack Swagger is going to be starting in Bellator very soon. And a lot of people were praising him, saying, you know, if WWE would have gave him a chance, he could have. The sky was the limits. He was good. 
My thing is I don't see Jack Swagger in a one-on-one match and say he's going to win. But every time I saw him in a Royal Rumble, I was behind him 100%. Yeah. I'm out on a limb here saying Jack Swagger is my favorite battle royal contender of all time. Not Royal Rumble, because he's done things outside of Royal Rumble. The Battle Riot. I appreciate him for these matches. He's, I don't know, for to just, I don't know why, but to me, I see him. I see him in a, in a battle royal, and I'm all for it. <laughs> but yeah, that's that. There you go. That's oh, Pasty's statement of the week. Woo! Whew. Ooh, daddy. Next, we have DB versus AJ. We've got the f- first. Fucking four letters of the alphabet, missing a C and adding a J. <laughs> that was awkward, but it worked. <laughs> it's fucking mathematically and grammatically correct. <sighs> you can rationalize anything. Yeah. You still come to WWE. <laughs> you damn right. <laughs> I've been watching WWE my whole life. I've learned how to rationalize anything. I'm looking forward to this match. Uh, I was looking forward to it more, like... Daniel Bryan turned heel, AJ Styles, Vince McMahon pushed him enough to slap him in the face, but now they're trying to pretend that that never happened, which I hate that. Yeah, because you can be a good guy and still slap Vince McMahon in the face. Ask Stone Cold Steve Austin. Give me a hell yeah. (laughs) Ask fucking Kevin Owens with that headbutt. Give me a KO. (laughs) This this is going to be a good match. I'm very much looking forward to this. Especially where, with where both men are right now. Last time this happened, I couldn't have given a fuck less. But this time, I think this is it. I think we're going to get a really fucking good match here. And Deebs retains. You can't I, take it away from him now, right? I personally, Pasty, am super not looking forward to them fucking this match up again. And I really don't think they're going to do anything right with it. I think this is their one chance to do it right, because I don't think this is going to happen again after this. Yeah, I I hope I'm proved wrong. I hope like hell I am, but I can't help but look at this and just be like, (sighs) you know, it's like it's like that girlfriend that got away, like you fingered her, but that was it. And then your finger still smells. Yeah. And you see her walking down the street with some other dude and you you just sniff your finger and go. (sighs) (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I, I, I'm with you with the Daniel Bryan heel turn and, and everything I've heard about his character. I think there's no reason for him to lose it yet. I think AJ has a big win at Mania, and I think he deserves a big babyface win at Mania. So, yeah, Daniel Bryan, go for it. All right. And we come to the main event. Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. Oh, wait, it's Finn Balor. Nobody knows who's wrestling who. <laughs> it's like the Royal Rumble in a one-on-one match. Just throw anyone in there. I really hope Finn has the demon paint. I think he needs the demon paint to stand a serious chance. He has gone on record saying he will not do the demon paint at Royal Rumble. I know Whether they're saying that's... Now that that's only a SummerSlam thing now, and... I mean, I mean if you're going to do the Undertaker thing with Finn Balor with SummerSlam, yeah, but why would you not wait some years for that? 
I mean, I think that could just be a, a, a diversion, you know, just like, oh, I'm not going to do it. Oh, shit, there it is. You know, yeah, yeah. again, that's wrestling 101. He doesn't control the demon, right? The demon controls him. Demon versus Beast is a money match, and it's something they should have been promoting for the last month and a half. And it could be an amazing match. Um, I it's think it'll be, be a good match. Yeah. Finn ain't winning. Finn ain't winning. Finn won't win. We need that t-shirt. Yep. Finn won't <laughs> win. They've been doing a good job at pushing him, but you, you don't get over Brock Lesnar unless you fight him every pay-per-view for a whole year. Exactly. And you know what? If they prove us wrong, Pacey, and they put Finn over, like, wow, mind blown. Yep, yep. This is a huge push for him if that does happen, and I'm behind it 100%. But with that being said, my money is on Brock Lesnar. Hashtag Finn won't win. Finn won't win. So I take it here, Lesnar? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard not to pick Lesnar. Especially when it was supposed to be Strowman versus Lesnar and, and they put a much smaller man in, in the match. That That is very, 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 very true. I'm hoping Finn gets a decent string of offense. Yeah, I would love to see him. I would love to see this make his career. He doesn't have to win for him to get over. Right. But... Will he get over? That's the question. Will the first question is A, will Vince let Brock put Finn over? And the second question is, will Brock let Brock put Finn over? Well, the rumor and in innuendo is Finn Balor was handpicked by Brock Lesnar to be his opponent. Brock likes working with smaller guys. And because he could, can pick them up and throw them. Right. And he can throw the shit out of them. Yeah. Look at him and Zach Gowan. Yeah. He threw that motherfucker into the next time zone. <laughs> His leg ended up somewhere else. We don't even know where. Oh, man. Can I change oh, my Royal Rumble win pick to Zach Gowan and then he faces Lesnar and Mania? <laughs> no. No, you cannot. Please? Uh, no. I'm not going to let that happen. Can that be the tiebreaker? It's not. That's not something that's happening. <laughs> that's not even going to be it. <laughs> yeah, no, so, I think I think we've got a, a decent weekend of action coming up. So the question is, Pasty, what is the, the tiebreaker? It's got to be something with the rumble, right? Yeah. Do we have longest, shortest? What do we got? Do we got... Um, How about Braun breaks the most eliminations record? Because I'm for that. Uh, who has it now? Uh, Kane. Not Kane. Is it Kane? I think so. Okay. You're saying yes, I'll say no. All right. Braun breaks Kane's elimination record. Braun might have already broken it, but he'll break the record regardless is what I'm saying. Okay. Braun breaks elimination record. Yeah. All right. You're going to say yes, and I'm going to say no. That's a fair tiebreaker right there. I think so. The only other one I could think was, will Becky show up in the Men's Royal Rumble? But I really seriously see that happening. I don't think anybody would argue that. 
No, I think for sure with the whole the man gimmick that's happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, anything else, Pacey? No, that's all. We got a little bit of time left, too. So if you want to go over the results from last year's pay-per-views, I'm expecting think- a punishment coming up around WrestleMania for myself. I, I got to admit... Um, I did not, I felt like I lost so many of these. No, I had a bad year. And when I went back and watched this, I was like, son of a bitch, it could be worse. So (laughs) yeah, I'll I'll just knock them down quickly and then give everybody a full tally. But, um, we didn't do every major event of the year. These are just the ones that we picked and I'm not going to lie. I just went through and, and checked our OneNote notes, so maybe there were some that maybe we talked about but didn't write down. So, Pasty, if you want to contest this, you can, but I think even contesting it, there's... You'd have to contest a I'm lot. I'm not contesting shit. There's a lot you'd have to <laughs> earn back. So, Pasty started off strong with Wrestle Kingdom, uh, and he won Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, is that the one I won all year? <laughs> well, TakeOver Philadelphia happened, and I won that <laughs> one, as well as Rumble the next day. I won Royal Rumble. Elimination Chamber came, and you and I tied on that one. Next came... It won't happen this year. Next came Fastlane, and uh, I won Fastlane. TakeOver New Orleans, I won, but the WrestleMania afterwards, you won. Pasty, you seem to pick up the big events. You seem to pick them up. I can pick up the big show? You can pick up the big show. Greatest Royal Rumble happened and nobody won that, but I won by numbers, even though it sucked. Backlash, (laughs) uh, nobody remembers, but I won that. Hey, Greatest Royal Rumble was better than than Crown Jewel. That is true. Takeover Chicago happened and Pacey won that, but I won one back with Money in the Bank the next day. Ring of Honor, Best in the World. We did that one, but I ended up picking up that one. WWE Extreme Rules, I ended up picking up that one. Another one for Fat Mac. Takeover Brooklyn happened. Pasty picked that up. And the next day at SummerSlam, Fat Mac won again. All In, another large, huge pay-per-view. Pasty picked up the win on All In. Hell in a Cell happened and Fat Mac won that one. Super Showdown in Australia, Fat Mac somehow won that one, even though nobody gave a shit. Bound for Glory happened and you and I tied on that again. Evolution, the first ever all-women's WWE pay-per-view that happened in America that was on the WWE Network that also included the Bella Twins because we're putting a lot of asterisks on it. Pasty won that. Another huge event. You win the big ones, Pasty. I'll give you that. If they all got double points, you would have got close to me. I think it's funny I win more not WWE events with me being the WWE Isn't that weird how that works? (laughs) Um, Crown Jewel happened. Fat Mac won that one, and I'm ashamed to say that. TakeOver War Games, Fat Mac won. Survivor Series, Fat Mac won. So I kind of cleared out the end of the year. Ending us with a total of Pasty White winning six, Fat Mac winning an astonishing 15 pay-per-views, and we tied on two of them. God, I can't even turn this around before Mania. Uh, listeners, start sending us in your punishment ideas, because at WrestleMania, I have a feeling I'm going to be strongly embarrassed. That's going to be fun. We'll see what happens. We won't do something too horrible, but it'll be fun. We just want to have fun. We don't want to hurt people. We just want to have fun. God, what did we say earlier in the year? Something about, like, standing out with a sign or some shit. Oh, I can't oh. Even remember exactly what it was. 
Dude only knows. I, I can't remember. Ah, we'll Honestly. get it there. But there you go. We're going to try to... We do live in Minnesota, though, so the punishment can be carried out at the Mall of America <laughs> if you so choose. Well, for you, I guess, yes. <laughs> well, you got to be there. Um, I I don't... Yeah, we don't know about that. Mall of America is a long drive from Pace, from Fat Max Place. That's probably just as long as my drive. You got a three-hour drive to the Mall of America? You don't got a three-hour drive to the Mall of America. Hour and a half. To Shakopee? Fuck yeah, I do. Or Brooklyn? Nah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, hour and a half. No. And quit driving like a grandma. <laughs> but that, that's it. Uh, we'll see what happens this year. We're going to keep keeping track. We're going to try to keep better track. We're going to try to pick up more this year. I didn't even count how many we had, uh, 15, 6, and 2. That's 23. We did 23 this year. I'd like to see us at least hit 25 this coming year. Yeah. And with all the with all the promotions out there, that shouldn't be too difficult. Obviously, we missed some. We didn't get homecoming from Impact. Um, we did. Well, we can't get them all. Not every show no, can be predictions you and just, results. You just can't. That would be, that'd be our whole <laughs> show. And to be honest, we like talking about shit. We like um, doing our predictions and all that, but we're trying this year. We want to get more games involved, more interactive more games, stuff, more lists, more, more guests. Yeah, it, we want to. We want to do something unique. Anybody can spout off what the fuck's happening, and I know we do it in a very unique and fun and uh, comical way. And I hope y'all like it. But we want to do more stuff that's uniquely pasty, more stuff that's uniquely Mac, more stuff that's uniquely beef sticks, and more stuff that screams cloud style. Well, yeah, that's another thing in 2019. I've been talking this over with Strata. I think 2019 is not a good time and place to be pasty white, so this year we are getting the white out. Pasty. Yes, indeed. Or is it pasty maroon? I like pasty maroon. <laughs> no, I dig that. Pasty. I usually call you pasty anyways. Right. Everybody calls me pasty. Nobody's like, hey, pasty white. No. Yeah. It's only when I like announce myself to people. I'm pasty white. I don't like it. I'm done with it. And after that, uh, that Catholic school kid with his fucking face and his smirk. It wasn't yeah. his fault. He's the victim, Pacey. Didn't you know he was scared because there were people that had non-white skin there? That's traumatizing. defending blackface because it's school tradition. Like I said on your post, fucking somebody just needs to burn that school to the ground. Did, Ain't nothing good coming out of there. Did you see the one that came out after that? Oh, there's more? Oh, yeah. There was a kid that, that is on camera screaming, it isn't rape if you like it. Oh, and remember, they were there for a pro-life rally. So that means he's for rape, but you can't abort the fetus that's caused by the rape. So you have to raise <sighs> that bastard's kid if you're raped. That's what he thinks. And that's, that's staring into your own personal hell every day of your life. That's Yeah, well, that's what he thinks. I mean, that's how, that's how Christians think. Let's just put it out there. That's how Christians <laughs> think. Sorry, folks. Sorry if you're Christian. Prove us wrong. Yeah, right. Just stop. Just just don't do it anymore. Just prove us wrong and go out. I had to I had to literally this is off topic, but we got slightly a little bit of time. I had to Yeah. I had to go on to my nieces, my eighteen year old nieces, seventeen year old, seventeen year old nieces Facebook page and 
talk to some fucking 30 some odd year old guy who isn't a friend of hers who went on there trashing her because she had something to say about that kid. First of all, if you're that old and you're going on to random 17 year old girls Facebooks, you're already in the wrong. So anything right. that happens after that, you're fucking wrong. I don't care if you say that air is good, water is good, and AIDS is bad. You're fucking wrong because you're on a 17-year-old girl's Facebook page. But he just he goes through and defends it about how the kid felt so threatened. And I hear that so often. The kid, the kid right. was threatened. No, that kid had a fucking Adolf Hitler smile in the face. <laughs> I know, look at his face and tell me he was threatened. There's no respect there. He's trying to defuse the situation. And then he comes out talking about how, how his family was getting death threats and they're being called racist and he doesn't appreciate that. Well, you fucking are. Well, wait a second. You put on a fucking mega hat. Okay, so you're, <laughs> right, yeah, you're yeah, a racist. Your we already know you're a racist. I mean, that just comes with the territory. Oh, this is getting too political. We should stop. But MAGA hat, new swastika, 2019. Pretty much. It's fucking ridiculous. Pacey, I, I... <laughs> this has been great. We're we're getting too political. More political than we should get at our channel. Well, because I we're mean, all about peace, love, and it needs to be talked about, man. I I don't know. Our friend at Whiskey Boy Radio wants to do a drunk politics talking section. I was thinking about going on there. I know he's very right wing. Guy, Uh-oh. and we have I, I some strong go, debates. I don't want to go on there. I like him a lot. I don't want to not like him. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't dislike anybody for it. I just also <laughs> don't want to push my beliefs on anybody. It does no good. Mm. I like to talk amongst people who feel how I feel, and if you don't feel how I feel, I wish to talk about other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After uh. after about seven shots, I feel differently, but. <laughs> Pacey, this has been fun. We had a good, uh, this is episode two of season two, folks. Season two. S2E2. We're kicking ass. We're taking names. We're fucking people up. I'm all out of bubble gum. Oh, you didn't say that part. No. (laughs) But I am Fat Mac. And I am Pasty. And we will definitely fucking be here to beef you up a little more next week. Beef you up and beef you out and send you on your way. From Cloud Style Broadcasting, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week.